Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Devin. How are you doing today, man? What a day. Ooh, what a day indeed, Devin. What a day National, National Superhero Day. Yeah. The whole squad's here. <laughs> the gang's all here. The gang's all here. But yes, so um, today we are going to be covering um, the season finale of Invincible, episode eight, titled Where I Really Come From. Um, If you haven't been following us on this journey, you know, what have you been doing all your life? No, it's all right. But um, if you haven't been following this journey with us, we know we definitely implore you to go back and listen to our other podcast episodes leading up to this. If you are liking a little bit behind, that is okay. That is what... That's what's so great about the week to week um, method is that, you know, someone could be a few weeks behind and easily catch up with the rest of the crowd instead of trying to just binge an entire season and trying to get into the conversation as quickly as they possibly can. But yeah, it's like, like Devin said, it, as of today, as we are recording, it's National Superhero Day, which is on a Wednesday, but this will not be dropping until Friday at um, i think noon our time noon noon central noon central is when it will be um dropping on our side so we are going to be diving into full spoilers but before we get into full spoilers we are going to give our initial reactions for episode eight titled again where i really come from devin i'm we're, we're just gonna kick it off here initial reactions what are you thinking about this fantastic episode that we just watched. So, so when I first clicked play, I looked down at the runtime and I saw it was like 42, 43 ish minutes. And I was like, I was like a little worried. I was like, Oh, it's, that's not as long as I was expecting. But then as the episode's going on, there's just so much that happens and there's so much action going on. Like the, the time had to be like not too long. Cause it would have been like exhausting. Because so much happened, yeah, they packed so much into it. It was like a continuous shot for like the first twenty minutes. It's just a continuous flight the entire time. Man, oh man! I so I I have to say I didn't watch the um. Oh, I didn't I didn't pay attention to the the time frame. I didn't know how long. Excuse me. I didn't know how long it was going to be. I just wanted to sit down and enjoy it. You know, I've been working all day. Came home, you know, I was like, all right, like, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's get some food in my belly and let's, let's get this thing started. I want, I literally, I ate and everything prior, like all attention must be on this episode and what an episode it was. Uh, it really just starts off the ground, just running, literally leaves off exactly where um, last week's episode left us you know with we find out that well mark kind of sees a more darker side of his father you know he kills um immortal again and you know it's 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 not like his father to you know kill a another human life and you know mark that's is what, that's what he thinks yeah oh yeah that's that's definitely what he thinks and i knew i mean we all knew there was something and i had an inkling as, as to what was going on i didn't watch any like you know, episodes on YouTube or whatever, of like heavy spoilers to like, um, to prepare. But 
I really did want to know what um, Omni Man's goal was, and just pretty much it seems like you know we're not going to waste any time. This is the season finale. Let's get straight to it. You know, we're not going to just beat around the bush. You know, and I really like how it just throws you in, and we find out the real truth for Omni Man, and we will get into that here in a little bit. But yeah, just the entire episode, it was, you know, the highs, the lows, the, the, the amazing ending. Like it, it ended on a really high note. Like it wasn't somber. It wasn't depressing. It was, I think exactly what the perfect cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it comes full circle as well. Cause it's like, you know, we, we see a few um, characters that we haven't seen in a while. I mean, I'm trying my best, you know, not to spoil it for people who kind of want to listen in on that, um, listen in on during the beginning front of it. But yeah, I mean, everything with, with Mark's mom and, you know, with Amber and the, and the rest of the cast, it's, it, it really has just been like this entire season. I didn't know how this show was really going to end up. You know, we knew it was coming out. We just knew it was, it was like another, well, it was another animated superhero show you know, running alongside the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it just, I mean, between Falcon and Invincible, I got to say, I, I i prefer this one way more. You know, I love Marvel with all my heart, but this is a more original story. This is not DC or Marvel. You know, this is its own thing. Like, obviously, it borrows from a lot of other superhero tropes, but we all know when it comes to superheroes and comic books, no no ideas ever original. You know, we see a lot of parodies and quote unquote copycats between DC and Marvel all the time. You got Deathstroke, you got Deadpool and what have you. So it's very um, dark side and Thanos and whatnot, but it, it has been such a great ride. And I just, I'm, I'm ready for season two, man. Like I, I just, Oh my, I need to go back and rewatch the entire thing now. Cause it's just, we, we still don't know what happened to Damien Darkblood. He's kind of, you know, he's not in this episode, but there's still a, a few trails that we can follow after this. But, yeah, there's there's no character left behind. Everyone is available. <laughs> yeah, and we, we, we see a few characters towards the end of this episode where, you know, we haven't really seen it in a while. We saw, um, we'll get into that as well uh, towards the uh, spoiler side of this um, of this review. But yeah, it's just, Wow, dude, I just, like, I was sitting there, I was at work, and Jacob was texting me, he's like, oh, he's he's like, did you watch it yet? And I was like, no, and he's like, dude, he's like, you're, he's he's, he's like, you're not ready. He's like, you're, you're not ready. And I was like, "Mm." I'm, I'm pretty much, I think I was ready. I was, I was not, (laughs) I was not ready, Devin, let me tell you. The first, like, five to ten minutes, it's just pure fighting and it's like oh they just you know like i like it's how like, they're it's like, the first, it's like the first 20 minutes like yeah the first half. yeah it, yeah it really is a full first half but you know it's it's not like oh you know like it's they they kind of built they built up to it but it kind of just happens unexpectedly you know it's not like they're like oh like here's the big build up and now they're about to you know do the tango or whatever it's just it is what it is, and they just they throw you straight into it. And the cast has just been phenomenal. Like the entire cast is so stacked. I I don't think I've ever seen a stacked cast like this. 
in a while on it. Like for for a for a um for a show that's of this caliber. It's like it's just it's like, oh yes. That's, that's the beauty of an animated show is that you can get more more actors like this together because it's not as much of a time commitment. They can do their voice lines and and you can squeeze them in together e- easier. Like you you wouldn't see this stacked of a cast in a live action show. No. <laughs> you gotta pay in the big bucks then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but um yeah, man. So was there anything else you wanted to kind of touch on with the initial reactions before we get into spoilers? Just wanted to give our listeners a nice little heads up. You know, we're trying to be as cordial about this as possible because there's just so much to talk about. And yeah. <laughs> we, we just gotta get in gotta get into it. It's time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard the man. We're about to get into our spoiler review. So you have been warned. So we're now in the spoiler section of our Invincible episode eight, titled "I Know Where I Really oh, I Where I Come From." Oh my gosh, I'm Where I Really Come From. There we go. So spoilers, Devin Viltrumites. So some of the some of those lines that Omni Man shot out were just daggers through your soul. It was, it was hard to. It's just. It's, it was literally like someone like you. I can't even explain it. It's just he. And just, I, I want to like kind of temper expectations because the the twist. I mean, it wasn't like crazy or insane. It's mm. pretty much what you kind of had to expect was going to be the reveal. Yeah, but they, but they pulled it off so well because the way you could see his character changing was amazing. Like you can tell he was just a different person. It it makes so much more sense now because we have seen everything. Um, we now understand why Omni Man or Nolan was so interested in his son. Oh, oh, there goes that now. <laughs> uh, we 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 now understand why Omni Omni Man was so interested in Mark getting his powers to. I mean, yeah, essentially, when he, when he when he said I had to make sure, and then Mark just like broke down. It's like you had to make sure what you, you were going to kill me if I wasn't a Viltrumite. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, because I I guess the way that Nolan explains it, it may seem that not all of their offsprings can become like, I'm not sure, you know, the chances of, you know, him becoming a Viltrumite and they, and he, Nolan explains that, you know, even though he is a quote unquote half breed, like he is half Viltrumite, that Viltrumite is so powerful that it's, it's full blood. Yeah. And I, that is, that is something I was wondering early on the season, you know, how does this humanity, how does Mark's humanity, you know, human side actually affect this? Not like, who he is as a person, but his, his DNA, but it's, that's just, it's crazy how strong their bloodline is. And it's like, wow. But and yeah, the next, the next line that got me was when he called the mom a, a pet. pet. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Uh, I, I, uh, did, I did love her, but just as a pet, my little, my little earth puppy dog. Yeah. And so, so what we learn is, you know, the Veltramites, you know, they are this proud, great, you know, warrior race, but they are in the business of, you know, 
they just are the classic taking over. The yeah, universe. classic taking over. You know, they say it in a nice way, saying, "Oh, you know, humanity needs help. You know, we can bring them into the future by weeding out the weak." And it's very Thanos like. Yeah, but in a way, I mean, it was a little. Well, yeah, no, it was kind of kind of the same because Thanos is homeworld. Well, they kind of. Well, did they willingly kill off their own kinds? Because with the Viltrumites, they it was kind of like you know we they were weeding out the weak of their own and expanding their global their territory. But the more that the Viltrumites you know expanded, the farther they reached you know in different galaxies, the more they spread thin. So it's like okay, you know you're going to be assigned to this planet. Like it's classic, you know Superman. Well. Superman's a little different. Um, with Dragon Ball Z, it actually has a little, it echoes that a little bit because Goku was um, sent to Earth to take it over. Um, but Goku's home planet is destroyed. We don't know if the Viltrumite home, pl- no, it is it, it is destroyed, isn't it? Well, I think the planet is still there. They just took out half the population took to, out, to the yeah. strongest ones. Okay, yeah, that's that. Like I said, I, I, I do need to rewatch this again because I mean, the explanation, you know, of his plan came so early in the episode. Like, I didn't want to, like, you know, pause it and go all the way back and be like, wait, what did he say? But I will definitely, I'll probably watch it again tonight. Like, it was just that fantastic. But yeah, then, we, then you know, farther into the, the breakdown of this episode, we get. <laughs> the the face off we've pretty much been speculating this entire time, you know, between Omni Man and Invincible, and I love the title card. As soon as is it Ralph the robot now, or just Robbie, Ro- Robbie, Robbie, Rudy, 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 Rudy. Yeah. and he's like, oh, he's he's like, in order to take on Omni Man, he has to be Invincible. Yeah. I was like. It just covered in blood. Literally, the entire car- title card is now covered in blood, and that is something I've liked as well. Within each episode, like the title card gets bloodier and bloodier. Now it's like just almost all red. But yeah, we we get into the fight, and I mean, whoo-hoo, Mark's braver than most of us. I yeah, gotta he, uh, say, he does not stand a chance in this fight. He gave he gave his strongest punch, and then. Omniam was like, that's it. It's took it to the chin. It just, for a second there, I'm not going to lie. I thought he had him for like a little bit, like maybe for like a few seconds. Because after, you know, it's during their fighting, um, you see Omni-Man trying to reason with Mark saying, you know, like, this is ridiculous. You know, he's like all these people, everyone on this planet here is beneath you. And I love love how he mentions that they live for thousands of years and that this moment in time is so small to him. Like this lifetime he's had on earth means nothing to him. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Cause it's, I mean, think about how long he was actually on earth and to order to, you know, find, you know, a mate and he's like, oh, he's, you know, wants to, you know, extend his bloodline. And then, you know, we get Mark, but it's like, it, it really puts into perspective, you know, you have this, this being who is essentially in a way, I guess you could say it's a burden or a curse. I mean, a a blessing or a curse. And, you know, since they live for thousands of years, like it really just shows 
how short life actually is, but we kind of see the hum- humanity side when, you know, they're, they're, it's just, it's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm going back and forth, but like, it's just so crazy to think how strong Omni-Man is. And it's like, yeah, like that, this is how I like, I like how they're portraying like, Oh, what if quote unquote Superman was evil way better than Brightburn, where the crap that is. I mean, I think the boys does a great job of it as well, but more, a more modern, you know, side to it with um with homelander but it's like i mean this one punch and it's like you know omni-man punches mark once and he goes like halfway across the freaking globe and it's like he goes wow. he goes through through all the city of chicago ah oh, jeez i saw, saw him out my window <laughs> seriously though man it was he did, he did some damage though like he did the, the whole scene in chicago with the the subway and the the following skyscraper before that was oh. just brutal. It was brutal because Omni Man's pretty much just taking Mark and touring him through a a murder like <laughs> a murder tour, basically. Like, <laughs> hey, this is this is how little I care about your puny humans. The train scene, dude. Like, oh my gosh. Insane. But it's like, you know, Mark's also trying to save people at the same time. And he, um, uh, the guardians of the globe finally decided to get off their ass and start helping. Yeah. But it's like, even with Cecil, like he brings in the jets and then he's, and then, you know, um, his mom's like, Oh, like Mark's mom's like, is, is this really going to stop him? He's like, well, no, he's like, I pretty much just send a bun- bunch of people to their, you know, to their funerals, but you can at least stall them out. And, you know, we see Mark trying to, he's, he's in this like crazy weird blur where it's just like, you know, he's trying to comprehend what his father's even saying about his mother, about, you know, his friends, about the rest of um, and, and humanity. And mom's hearing everything too. That killed me so much. And it's like, it's like, oh, it's like this mom's life to even matter. And he's like, in the grand scheme of things, no. No. I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. He's, but it's like, it made sense coming from him because you have to look at it from his perspective. It's like, here's a guy who, you know, has been, God knows how long he's already lived. And, you know, he's telling Mark, he's like, everyone you will know will, will die especially here because of how quote short the human lifespan is at least to him. It's like, you know, it's a speck of, of his entire life cycle. And it's like, it may seem forever for them, but man, it is just insane. But yeah, the guardians in the globe started to get up their asses and, you know, finally start to help out. But it's just Mark's trying his best to stop his father as expensive inexperienced as he is and it's he's just getting destroyed he's he's literally being used as a weapon to murder other humans and he can't do anything about it dude he got thrown around like a fucking rag doll like just ah and then and then um they finally get to this mountain and omni man is about to finish mark off he's giving him the just he's just giving up he's like i'm just gonna kill you because you keep trying to stop me yeah, and then there's a flashback to a nice baseball game when uh, Omni Man had he saw some humanity and he got a glimpse of what it's like to be human and 
how beautiful life can be. I like how in both scenes he was missing his front two teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then after he, he has that flashback, he kind of stops himself from murdering his son and just angrily flies off. Well, like even like it was, and again, you know, it's, it's not Omni-Man's powers. It was the words that he said. And, you know, he's just, I, I seriously thought I'm, I thought Invincible was going to die. Like I yeah, just, it's like his words are almost as powerful as he is. Yeah. And he's, he's they, just, they just cut through you. Yeah. He's just like literally beating like the ever living, like life and pulp out of Mark. And he's like, he's like, I'll just start over. He's like, I'll just make another yeah, kid. I'll just wait 17 more years. He yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, 17 years to him is absolutely nothing. And it's, and it's, it's like Mark, doesn't give up and then you hear him like pleading for his dad yeah and it's his dude oh my gosh like his face was just so it was just, it was like we, red. we thought beastmaster beat him up seriously there's, there's never dude. been a better better um representation of the hero getting just destroyed i've ever seen before like mark gets just the, the shit beat out of him like every other episode <laughs> and it makes sense because he is so new to all of this yeah he's like he's crazy and experienced and he's like he's like you know what he's like i don't care how much you have taught me or how much you haven't taught me he's like i have to stop you because the main difference is you know mark grew up here on earth you know he understands how humanity works he understands what life is all about. And obviously so does his mother, but you know, his father comes from a different, you know, culture, a different planet, just different everything. So it's like, how, how could his father just like completely understand? And, you know, he, he gives Mark like Nolan or Omni man gives Mark like so many chances to kind of like, you know, think about what you're doing. Like, yeah, he does rough him up a bit, but then he, he gives him like multiple chances yeah, it's, it's, there's so many intense moments. Like I loved when when Mark took all that time to save the pilot, and then Omni Man just shows up behind him. You're like, oh shit, dude! I was like, like he's you're done. on the edge of your seat, and then he just like he's done. He smushes his face off in Mark's face, and he and Mark just breaks down even more. And he's 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 like, why would you do that? And he's like, you wasted so much time saving that life for what for what reason? Yeah. And and you can you can definitely see the internal conflict with Omni Man as well because it's just towards the end, yeah, yeah. And he just you know he flies off into space, and we do see him cry for a bit and a couple tears, a few tears. But it's like, yeah, there's definitely some you know him being on Earth has done something to him. But you know, I man, he was like to carry out the mission, like let's let's go. And that that's pretty much the the first half of this entire episode, and then you know we see, then we get a we get a, re- a real sad montage of everyone just just going through it. That was just crazy, dude. All the feels. Like it I don't was, even know what song that was, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. It's it's kind of like um reminds me of a uh, song of um from Rick and Morty. I think it was towards the end of season three yeah. when Rick um, like almost commits suicide or whatever it was. But that was a really good song. Um, but yeah, we kind of go into the second half and it's just, you know, Mark's been in the hospital for like two weeks and we see everything with the Guardians of the Globe. 
you know, trying to help out, you know, doing damage control with that. And, you know, it's just. Even, even the Mark Hamill character is just like devastated. <laughs> yeah, the alien. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, guy, the, the tailor, the tailor. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you just see Mark's mother just, just break down halfway through this episode. You know, she's trying to keep it together and. Multiple times, yeah. And yeah. When she was in bed, and and Mark asked for for takeout, she just <laughs> lost it. It's like she's she's like this, you know, this anything that. Reads. How do you how do you even go on after that? Yeah, like you're, like the majority of your life has been spent with this person, building a life together, and then he just throws it all away, and he doesn't care about you at all. Yeah, and that that how, I how mean, do you go on? That's that's true. It's it's like I mean that that's humanity setting in. And, you know, like to her, like if, you know, it, it was a lifetime to him, it's just, you know, uh, oh, like uh, 17 years, that's nothing to him. And the way that he perceives time is, it's kind of incomprehensible to humans, but, you know, we see Cecil trying to help out the best that he can and all of Mark's friends are watching and, I bet you Amber feels pretty stupid now, huh? I was like, yeah, fuck you, Amber. Fuck no. <laughs> but yeah, she shows up on his doorstep and I guess I did, back- not, I did not expect that. I did not expect that either. I, I still think that Adam Eve and Invincible would be a better pair. But I mean, we'll see. We'll definitely, definitely see. Um, but it was just uh, I'll be I'll be team Amber. Ugh, Amber. She team, redeemed herself. Team, no, she did not. She showed up first when when nobody else did. She was the first one there. Oh yeah, because she felt super bad about what she said and just kind of blew him off when he told her this big secret. Like, hey, I'm a superhero. You know, like I'm risking my life to save others. And she's like, yeah, I know you're a superhero. Like, whatever. Like, f you. Blah 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 blah. I was like, wow. Like, okay, that's how it's going to be. He's like, all right, all right. But I'm like, I'm, I am kind of surprised that he took her back like so suddenly. I mean, we knew that he cared about her, but like after that, I mean, not saying that it wasn't his fault. Cause like, but it's like, should he have told her sooner or, you know, of what was going on? Cause like, I mean, that's his business, but I don't know. I was, a little surprised that he took her back, but I mean, he has a 17 year old kid. So it's like, you know, what else does he have to do? Finish high school. <laughs> That's literally, literally what he has to do. You know? I, I did call um, an alien, Alan, the alien return. They called that one last week. Oh, this right. Yeah, you did. You did that. I mean, it, it wasn't that hard to guess, but yeah, but it's, it was nice to see, see, see Seth Rogen return and give Mark some news. <laughs> he just flies in. He's like, there's a fish running your planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, yeah. What would I call it? It was like the, the space, space something. I can't remember. But I really like now this is it. Everything that's been setting up. You know, more world building. Yeah, more world building. We have Cecil saying, hey, you know, we're going to need a replacement because your father just took off left earth and apparently yeah. they said we he's get a, we get a montage of, of all the villains from this season dude kind of that's gonna be awesome because like this the, the, the mountain guy and then battle beast 
Battle Beasts, they're all still hanging around. Yeah. Waiting for Mark. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're going to do the meantime. Uh, probably, probably finish high school. Oh, uh, okay. What's high school? <laughs> I, I, I love Seth Rogen's character. It's, it's so great. But yeah, it's, you know, Cecil comes in and he's saying, hey, like, we do need a replacement. And Mark's not entirely yeah, that, sure. That weird technology they had that because we all drink tap water, we can't see the frequency <laughs> of light. Yeah, it's like low key kind of true. Not like 100% true, but like something like that would happen. Some, Somebody is going to believe it after this episode. Probably. <laughs> it's going to be a conspiracy. Man. But yeah, and it's like, you know, Cecil's asking Mark this huge task after everything that just happened. And it's like, and it, it, it is true. You know, words do cut deeper than, you know, any wound because we we see Invincible, you know, he, he takes a few punches here or there, but it's like, you know, the entire conversation, Cecil's like, yeah, he's like, oh, like your mother heard everything. And it's like, why, why would she not? Like, she needs to know. Like, you don't need to keep her in the dark about this anymore than what she's already been. So it's like, man, that, that just kills me. He was just like, he's literally the Omni-Man's just like, you know, like, after the human race, he's like, you know, they're they're inferior. You know, they they can't survive on their own. They're fragile, and you know, he's it's it's all about the Viltrumites trying to, you know, expand and you know take over to, quote unquote, in their eyes, may seem to make their civilian their civilization better. But it's like it's it's just it's a lack of humanity within Omni Man that's just. I mean, it's it's there a little bit, like obviously for his family, more so his son, I think, more than his his pet wife, <laughs> whatever that was. That was so brutal. Oh my god! I'm like, dude, just uh, that was just like slap just, in the face, savage. Oh, that was crazy. But yeah, you know, towards the end, like it, it kind of the like, second part of the episode. It's very. Well, it does set up everything. You know, there's just so much going on and we just need a, we just need that renewal of news. We haven't gotten it officially yet. Yeah. Not yet. But, um, you know, now since Amber, Eve and his best friend, they all know who Omni man is and who Mark is. And Adam's like, Eve's like, Oh, I'm Adam Eve. They're like, Oh, the girl can make duplicates of herself. It's like, no, that's duplicate. <laughs> And we also saw that the immortal is still alive. Maybe he, uh, maybe he really is immortal. No, yeah, he's alive, and we see the uh, the new Guardians of the Globe actually fighting like a team, training like a team. So I don't I mean, know. Hmm? I mean, they're, they're still going to get destroyed by Omni Man, but it's cute. It's cute to see them work together. <laughs> I guess. Do you think um, Mark will join the Guardians of the Globe? Yeah, probably. Be a little Teen Titan action going on. I still don't trust Rudy. Rudy's a little bitch. He's so like it, like in a way, There's something off. Something's off. Like in a way, he was like it was like a romantic gesture to be with Monster Girl. She's like, oh, you know, like now we're That's the so same. Weird to me, we're the same age. It's like, yeah, until she like turns into a baby eventually. Like it's it's literally like she, it, man. It's it's, dating Benjamin Button. Yeah, this literally sucks. I think it was every single time she uses her power, she's a week younger 
than what she was. But it kind of, I guess, works in reverse because it's like if she hasn't used her power within a week, then she gains that week back. Does she? I don't know. I'm assuming. Like, wouldn't that make sense, though? It's like, I mean, she is. It's like she's getting older and younger at the same time. Because obviously, you know, you know, growing older. So it's like, let's say if she doesn't, you know, transform into like her monster form for like a month. What I, I guess it would stand to reason that I mean, she will be four weeks older by that point. And then it's like, if she uses it, boom, it knocks it, knocks it back a week. So it's like, well, I don't know. That's very interesting though. Like I want to know more about that. Like I definitely need to start reading the comics or something, but if anyone out there knows, you know, anyone who's uh, watching or even listening um, on the podcast, uh, let us know um, if, if you are a big invincible um, comic book fan, how do monster girls powers actually work? Because I, I guess I, I have no interest in reading the comics because it's it's so much more enjoyable being surprised at the show for me. Th- like th- that is true. I mean, I I do kind of want to check them out just like to check out something that isn't DC or Marvel. But it's just like it's just been such a great ride, and like we said, you know, it it ends on a on a gr- on a high note, as yeah. as high as it can be, knowing yeah. what is what is lurking in the outer reaches of space. <laughs> Because it's, I mean, with season two, I, it's like even at the end, um, Alan the alien mentions that it could be other vulture mites that come after Earth. It could it might not even be Omni Man. Yeah, he was and also. Then they're, they're, then they're in real trouble because he can't connect to him emotionally at all. They'll just yeah, destroy That is true. Unless there's like an Earth two out there or something, whatever. But who are who are who Alan was supposed to go to? Who? Alan was supposed to go there initially. Oh, yeah, <laughs> God, that was so funny. He's like, nah, bro, this is Earth. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 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 very excited for season two whenever they um greenlit it. Greenlight it. I was talking to Jacob about it earlier and he was uh he was a little bit worried that if season two will take a dip because how much of Omni-Man will we see in season two? Is it going to be more of just invincible, you know, him essentially, his his real training period? Not the training period that his dad gave him, but <laughs> he said, oh, literal, this, literal training period. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is where your true education begins. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'll join you. I'll join you. <laughs> Probably what I, I, I kind of like that though, because that means every episode you'll be just in the back of your head. You're gonna have Omni Man in your mind, like yeah, you just show up at any minute, no matter what's happening. That is very true, because you know, as we saw the montage of all these different um, villains that they've kind of set up throughout season one, like very, very just beautifully. It's 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 gonna be, you know, I think. Season two is going to be more like the classic, you know, fighting certain super villains or whatever. Battle Beast will probably be like his true test to know if he's like actually ready to face yeah, his that, father. That's, that's his ba- first boss battle. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. Oh, man. It, it is. It has been a great and wild, wild ride. But I know I've been yabbing on here myself. I'll turn it over to you. You know, is there anything you wanted to touch on that we haven't covered yet already? I think we got most of it. <laughs> most? <laughs> you got something up your sleeve there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's. It, I, I, I was kind of low key, like, thinking that. Um, the mom was going to have some kind of secret powers at the end. <laughs> like, like when, she, when she showed up at the, at the Taylor's place, I was like, Hmm. And then he was, he was creating someone's costume. Like they showed that in the montage that he was like, do you think it's a new invincible costume? It could be that. I don't know. Maybe the mom has some secrets up her sleeve. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how, how would that feel though? You know what I mean? Like, if she's like, oh, I have superpowers too. We're one big super fam. Maybe. Or maybe she has some kind of dark secret or she's been, you know, talking to maybe Damien Dark dark Blood because it's like, I, I just don't know. It was just, I, I was freaking out this entire episode while watching it. And I was, I had not been that glued to my seat in a long time. Like, this is probably some of the best damn television. I've seen it's probably maybe since Game of Thrones, just, I mean, you know, obviously two different type of mediums, but it's just, it was just like, wow, like I want to go through this adventure again to see if I, if I missed anything. It just, I just want to experience it all as, you know, binging. It's just, I don't know. Like, you know, Mark is now becoming, a new hero in his own way while Omni-Man is away. So it's, it kind of gives him that breathing room, but the, the threat is, has been removed for now. The, the main big baddie. So this does give room. And then there's, there's so much more left. Yeah. That's what's so good about it. They set up so many other, um, nemesis, 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 <laughs> nemesis, nemesis for Mark. Yeah. He's got Battle Beast, Titan. The, the so Blue much. Twins, they're definitely going to get out at some Ed, point. Ezra Miller still hanging around working for the government. How does this com- how do you compare this to the very first episode of Invincible? As far as what? It's it's just in general. Like I was talking to Jacob about it and he he's, he said episode 1 was incredible, but he thought this episode made it look like Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> I mean, I I still might think episode one uh, is a little st- stronger for me because it's what made me want to watch everything else so much. It's what it's what h- hooked me in the first place. Yeah, I was actually gonna... if, if I'm if I'm gonna recommend it to anybody, I'll just tell them to watch the first episode. Oh yeah, for sure, for and sure. If, if you're not if you're not hooked by the end, I'll I'll give you five dollars. Like <laughs> that ending has to intrigue you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Devin will give you five dollars. We'll Venmo yeah. you five dollars as long as you subscribe and follow <laughs> and let us know. It's like, well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, oh man, I'm trying to think. So, would you would say that episode one was your favorite overall? I think so. Man, man, I'm trying. To, I'm, it's because it was so surprising. Yeah. I, Not knowing what to expect from the show, and then it just starts off so, so well. It, it does subvert your ex- expectations because 
man, he just goes to town on the Guardians and then, of the Globe. And then the, the Titan episode is also just so good. Those are obviously the top three. Yeah. Well, even last, even last week's, I thought it was, it was just so, you know, just the buildup has been so just, it's been fucking great. Like I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to actually think it was, if, if there was any issues that I had with this episode, um, because it definitely felt like two parts, um, put into one, but it just, it was woven together. So like, so well, it's like, I, that's how you do a season finale. Falcon Winter Soldier, take notes, please. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You really, you really hated that show, huh? I didn't hate it. It's just, I, I gave it a C plus overall. Like I thought it was good, not great, but I, I, I just think people are overhyping it just a little bit. I mean, I, I love the characters. They may not be like my favorite Marvel characters, but I don't know. It's just, I mean, and, and there, and there was a plot line that was removed. Um, and they're like, Oh, it's not because of the pandemic. Oh yeah. Okay. Because Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to uh, debut first over um, over uh, WandaVision, and it's like you you're telling me that wasn't because of the uh, the pandemic. I I highly highly doubt it because so many things were affected. A lot of people are not believing what the uh, what he said. It's, he said uh, there was a storyline that was cut. Um, I guess it was from a podcast interview and everyone's like, <sighs> some people are saying, <laughs> I think it's one with the power broker. It's like, I, I just don't care about Shannon Carter that much to be like, Oh, she's a power broker. It's like, I kind of, we kind of figured that out. It's just, th- there was no real experimentation with that show. Like we had with WandaVision, like we had with this show, um, Invincible. And it's just, I mean, I may came, come off saying that I don't like it. It's just, like I said, it was good, not great. Like, I mean, I like the parts with, you know, Bucky and Sam, but the whole Carly thing just threw it out the window. Uh, John Walker just threw that out the window. Oh, John and Bucky are best friends? Uh, anyway. What, what, I, what is this episode again? Huh? What, what episode are we doing again? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Any hooser. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to, you know, touch on before we just uh, get out of here for the rest of the uh, rest of the, the evening? Let everyone enjoy their, their weekends. I think we just got to. Uh, oh, yeah. We got to rate it to Amazon Prime and tell them, make them do a season two. We need a renewal. Yeah. And I'll, and of course it totally forgot to mention this during the beginning, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Amazon prime or Amazon studios. I should say for allowing us to watch and review this series early, allowing us to connect with, connect with our community and, you know, the, the fandom that, that is ever growing. That is invincible. So we we do thank Amazon for allowing us to watch these early because we are recording this on a Wednesday, and this will be out on Friday by midnight. Not not midnight, um, noon on Friday. So thank you, thank you, seriously, thank you, Amazon, um, for just allowing you know us and you know building a new a new fandom 
uh, within everything within the good nerd word. So, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, we, we wouldn't be doing this stuff without them. And of course, our wonderful listeners out there. So we are very, very close to 10,000 downloads on this overall podcast wise. So everyone just keep listening. Give us your feedback here on YouTube. Give us your feedback on Twitter or Instagram. You know, you can follow us over there at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X, of course. I kind of butchered that when I made this name. I was like, ah, man, but eh, it's too late to change it now. Um, but it is what it is. So let's, let's just get into our, uh, review. Let's, let's do our, uh, score for the episode and then overall, uh, for season one. So let's do our scores for episode eight, uh, titled where I really come from. I'm honestly, I'm just going to, I'm going to give this an A plus. Like this episode just really, it sets up so much for the future of this um, of this series, and it it really just, like I was tearing up just a little bit, man. I'm not gonna lie, because it's you know the the writing was just so well done. The animation is always amazing. You know, there's always little room for improvement here or there, but you know it is season one after all. But it's it blew me away. It it really really did. Like I said earlier, this is some of the best damn television I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna agree with you as far as the finale. Go with an A plus as well. I mean, can't really beat this as far as the finale goes. And then yeah. for the overall season, I'm gonna go with an A minus. I think there were there were two weaker episodes for me: the uh, the space adventure and the the Ezra Miller episode. <laughs> oh come on, level. that was great. <laughs> and there there were times where the animation was a little off, like. It, it kind of looks like Scooby Doo at points. I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's at first I wasn't sure I, how I liked the animation. Then it kind of like it just grew on me. It's like watching old school Dragon Ball. Like I, I know a lot of my friends who are like anime uh, fans. They won't watch like old school, like original Dragon Ball because they don't like the art style. And it's like I love it, but that's just me. Um, for the overall season for season one, I'm going to give it a solid A. Um, I do agree that at least the weakest episode for me was the, um, the star, the, the outer space. I mean, like it was nice, but you know, it, it wasn't, well, you know, it wasn't the best episode of the bunch, but so I'll definitely give, uh, an A, a solid A for, uh, season one overall. That would be a, uh, a, a nice little uh, a, a ninety four, and uh, for the A plus, I'm I'm gonna give that I'm shit man. I'll give I'll get like a ninety seven for sure, like A plus overall, and then a solid A for the uh, or A plus for ep- episode eight, and then a solid A. Um, what I say ninety four for um, season one. So man, it's just ah, I'm gonna miss the show so much, but. We got the bad batch, the bad batch. Uh, looking forward to that, and we also have Loki coming up. Um, figure out what to do for next week. You know, might definitely go back um, to do a nice little news segment. I don't know. I kind, I kind of miss it. I'm not going to lie. Like watching both shows really took a lot out of me with the whole editing and you know promoting and whatnot. But that's just. 
the name of the game. It's all good in the hood. So um, I believe that will be our next thing that we review weekly. I believe we will be getting back into the swing of things, you know, talking about a few news stories here or there and then getting into the Bad Batch review because that is the next big thing coming up. I don't know how long that's supposed to run for. So that's coming out in May. We also have Army of the Dead and Woman of the Window that we know of. Um, you know, we'll, we're, you know, trying to uh, space it out a little bit, you know. felt like we're pumping out so much stuff. It's crazy, but I don't know. I feel like we can finally take a breath, Devin. <laughs> we can finally breathe for just a little bit. Um, man, it's, it is just because I, I feel like we really haven't had a lot of time to breathe between WandaVision and then we had a week off. During that week off, Raiden the Last Dragon came out. <laughs> and then this went stranded Fog Winter Soldier and up oh, here comes Invincible. So man, it, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. But yeah, do keep out a look for all those and make sure to check out our new segment titled Music City Verified. Um, it is audio only. I forgot to mention that last time. Um, it is not uploaded onto YouTube, so you do have to go um, onto a podcast service to listen to it, where I interview Kayla Woodson. She is an up-and-coming Nashville artist, um, country artist here in town. Um, you know, She has a new single out titled Watch Me, so she's available on Spotify and Apple Music. So make sure to go check out her new single, and make sure to go check out the interview I did with her as well. There's a nice little uh, intro piece. Oh, sorry. There's a nice little intro piece with um, her on the Music City Drive-In website. That is musiccitydrivein.com. And I think by the time this comes out, I think we get a little bit of the Ratchet and Clank uh, state of play. So I might write something for that. But anyway, let's get out of here. Oh, man. And that's the wrap for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. And make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydriving.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. And make sure to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us with placements. You guys have a wonderful weekend.